Happy International Women's Day and welcome to the climax of our series on the Girls on Film Awards. Here's a taster of what's to come. This really means a lot to us because we've had so much support from you guys. It sort of added to the excitement and the sense that we were making something that would really resonate with the kind of people that we wanted it to resonate with the most. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. I'm going to get that gun of mine and I'm going to change you from a rooster to a hen with one shot. Some people call me a freak. I hate that word. I don't believe in it. Better yet, I don't believe in labels. You know, I think you're the only girl in the world that can stand on a stage with a spotlight in her eye and still see a diamond inside a man's pocket. Because I'm up at five every morning working my ass off. Does someone want to just tell me to my face you're never going to give me the scores I deserve? Hello, I'm Anna Smith and welcome to Girls on Film and the final part of our three-part awards special, recorded at the Garden Cinema in Covent Garden in London. I'm here with Girls on Film exec producer and co-founder Hedda Archbold, who co-hosted the evening with me. We held our awards in the run-up to International Women's Day as our way of celebrating the brilliant women working in film. In this episode, we present the awards for the following categories. Best Publicity Campaign. Diversity Badge of Honour. Feminist Superhero. And one for Best Female Orgasm on Screen, sponsored by Intimacy On Set. We absolutely loved the night and we were proud to give awards to such deserving films. I hope you enjoy listening to our winners and presenters as we announce the final few categories. The next award um, is a special one. We couldn't make Girls on Film Podcast without publicists. They're an essential part in the movie making machine. Yes, some of them are with us tonight. Um, no, we, we genuinely think that they're, they're a really important part of the industry that deserves applause. And we actually had a special episode with some, some great publicists on episode 99. And for Best Publicity Campaign, the nominees are After Sun. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Till. And Triangle of Sadness. I'm very happy to say that here to present the award is the director and artist, Charlotte Colbert. It's so wonderful to be here. It's so amazing um, what you do. I'm like such a huge fan of the podcast. And um, and it's just um, so, yeah, great and inspiring. It just makes, I think, everyone want to run off and make more films more stories get back on the road (laughs) (laughs) well we're great fans of your your film your latest film she will which had a very striking publicity campaign around it publicists are so important would you agree yeah it's it's really interesting you know looking at certain films even like the the way they exist beyond the parameters of the uh, the piece itself you know sort of whole campaigns that really um make the whole project seep into the reality and become really part of the unconscious especially now where I guess it's so difficult to get people to cinema and compete with huge budgets of publicity (laughs) uh, for smaller films and stuff like thinking I guess of independent ways of of making an impact it's really interesting well said well said so the winner of this category represents a real collaboration between different companies to bring a very deserving debut film into the spotlight one of our voters said she loved the campaign because it reflected the personal nature of the film charlotte please tell us the winner and the winner is for best publicity campaign um after sun movie with organic and dda so we've got some wonderful representatives from Mubi and Organic here today. So please join us to accept this award. Very well deserved. It's a real collaboration, like I said, between different companies here. And 
We were all certainly very struck by this campaign. Would you like to say a few words about the work that you do and on this campaign in particular? Goodness, we haven't really prepared anything. Like I said, we're not used to being on this side of anything. We're usually in the shadows trying to blend in in our black clothing. And we're sorry that Sam Ross from DDA couldn't be here tonight as well. He and DDA were also very instrumental in getting the film to the awards presence that it's had received. But Katie's here from Organic and she led um, the campaign on the publicity side and we are all amazed Ooh, by the work <laughs> she and her team did. Thanks, Jules. Um, this is the biggest campaign I ever worked on at Mubi um, and it was just, I think, fantastic to see it um, start from just a gem that we knew we had found at Cannes to something that's really exploded in a way that I don't think anyone could have anticipated. Um, and like it was said just now, I think in terms of smaller independent distributors competing with big studio budgets on the marketing side we have to be very clever sometimes with our use of um, resources and talent and publicity so Katie if you have any words on that obviously it always helps when you've got an amazing film to work with so for something like After Sun like we worked on this for many months um, through from Cannes up until basically now um, culminating in the BAFTA win last weekend so yeah whenever yeah. <laughs> uh, congratulations um, yeah, for us, I think having seeing the film winning awards and like it resonating so well with audiences and critics, it's just, yeah, it's just so exciting. And yeah, we're really proud to have worked on it. Well, congrats again. You can really see the results in the room and the love for that film. So well done. Thank you. Thank you both so much. That was Katie Sharp-Watson from Organic and Julia Novica from Mubi. Congratulations to all the nominees in that category, including Lionsgate with WDW Entertainment for Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, Netflix with Organic Publicity for Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, Universal Pictures with Organic Publicity for Till, and Curzon, Lionsgate and Charles McDonald for Triangle of Sadness. Great work, everyone. So we have three more awards this evening and uh, we can move on to our diversity badge of honour. So diversity and representation are a big part of the discussion on the Girls on Film podcast and we are always humbled to be joined by women who are making a real difference in this area. We really need activists in the film industry to forge the change that we need from strategists to filmmakers to influencers. And here are the individuals our film critics voted for. Firstly, Emma Butt, sound editor and activist. Akwia Jamfi, the founder of the British Blacklist. Ashanti Omkar, film and TV critic. Gina Prince-Bythewood, director of The Woman King. Ben Roberts, CEO of the BFI. Agnieszka Swodiska, director of The Silence Twins. There are such amazing women on this list, I'm sure that you'll all agree. And we want to make two commendations to women who work in very, very different ways in very different parts of the industry. So first we'll announce the commendations and then the winner. Firstly, we want to commend someone who works as a film and television critic who's extremely effective at influencing perceptions and visibility, working across the media and online. She is Ashanti Omkar. Come up, Lashanti. Join us, join us. <laughs> and we also want to commend someone who works as a sound editor and activist and a disruptor. 
She's constantly pointing to ways in which the industry could improve diversity in sound roles. She puts herself on the line in her own area of work all of the time, and we commend her for her effectiveness, bravery, and persistence. She is Emma Butt. Thank you. <laughs> Emma Butt, who's is worked with us many times, we've never actually met before. <laughs> it's so nice to see you in real life. It, amazing. It's so lovely to meet you. Do you have you have you two met before? No, but we have we have texted. <laughs> have you? Oh, I literally so texted her to ask what to wear tonight because I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you both made great choices. You look fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm so proud to have this award, and this is why we wanted to commend you both because you know, as Heather said, you both do really different things. I mean. Emma, you wrote a report on diversity in sound roles and the barriers to people of colour being em employed. Would you like to briefly say something about that? Yeah, so uh, do I talk about the elephant in the room that happened at the weekend? Or uh, do I do. avoid you it? Can do, yeah. Yeah. So obviously we saw what happened. Um, I think that was going to come a mile away. Like if you looked, all of the press, all of the discussion before the awards was about... Um, the lack of, I think, female directors, the lack of women in on-camera roles. No one spoke about the craft and technical roles. And if you looked at the nominations, there was no women in visual effects. There was two women in sound. There was one in cinematography. There was, I think, none in score. There was none in editing. Like, that's no women in those craft roles. And no one talks about it. There was no press. There was no publicity. And that, to me, is still shocking that that is not being acknowledged. I'm not even gonna get into the fact that there is no diversity in those roles either. Like if you look at those nominations, and we have so far to go, the, the focus is always on screen. It is never off screen. It is never in the roles that young kids still wanna do. They still wanna be sound editors. They still wanna be picture editors. And if they don't see someone who looks like them, how are they ever gonna get there? How are they ever gonna feel like they can be belong in that space? Thank you, Emma. Yeah, round of applause for that. Very, very well said. Ashanti, would you like to briefly say something about the work that you do? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I could just say thank you, Anna, because Anna has been very instrumental. I say this every time. This is about you. It's not <laughs> about me. <laughs> but I, I have to say, I, I needed the wings, and Anna and Hedda have been there, and not just for me. There's lots of women in this room that will say the same thing, is to have people that believe in you. My husband's in the room. He has believed in me and said, look, go forth, do what you think you want to do, what is very important to you. And I guess I, I it's, it's taken me a while. <laughs> it really has taken me a while to understand how the industry works, to understand the importance of representation, because I grew up without it. And when you don't have it, you don't think about it very much. And when you suddenly think about it, as, as, as Emma has also said here quite rightly, it wakes you up in ways that you never expected. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you both so much. Please thank you very take your much seats. Thank you so much. Thank Our you. highly commended. Um, thank you. Really, we love working with you both and it's just amazing. Thank you. So um, to present that the award in this category uh, is the wonderful Rihanna Dillon. Please welcome Rihanna Dillon. Hi guys. How are you? Are you enjoying it? I'm good, you're doing a fantastic job. Thanks. Well, you, you present a lot, so if you say that, then we'll take that. I mean, you know that you're fantastic, so. <laughs> Is there anything you want to uh, leave with the audience before we crack on and ask you to announce the winner? 
Uh, I won't take up too much time. I just want to echo kind of exactly what Emma was saying that, you know, we were, we wanted to sort of really celebrate after the BAFTAs and yet there was um, quite a hole left, I think, by who wasn't nominated, who didn't win. Uh, and it is incredibly frustrating. And I think you know as well as I do that, you know, the number of times that we've been asked to comment on the lack of diversity on the lack of female roles. And it's incredibly frustrating having the same conversations again and again and again. Um, but you know, that's why this, these kinds of things are so important because it is showcasing and highlighting all of the women um, who are involved in front of and behind the scenes. So I'm always eternally grateful for you guys. So the winner of this is someone who has worked tirelessly industry-wide for many, many years. I've known them for a long time and way before Girls on Film started and I know how hard they have worked often for no money and very little encouragement, and their, but their work is making a huge difference. Rihanna, would you like to announce the winner? So the diversity badge of honor goes to Akur Giamfi. <laughs> Akur, the founder of the British Blacklist. Well, Akur, you have worked incredibly hard, so you, yeah. you have earned this. Yeah, I'm so annoying. This is so, I cry at everything because of the hard work and sometimes, you know, when you're broke and shit. Excuse me. Um, the British Blacklist is, I launched it just because uh, there was a missing um, visibility for black creators in the arts in the UK, which I, who I knew were working tirelessly, but weren't getting the same kind of coverage as other mainstream artists. That, um, and it's annoying that we're still talking about it 10 years later, because I launched it in 2012, um, and the conversations never die. So I kind of refuse now to talk about, I don't want to go on TV talking about why there's no diversity, because... One, the work that we do speaks for itself and the industry can change very easily. It just, just just needs to change. But yeah, but the British Blacklist is just there to celebrate black creators in the arts in the UK across screen, stage, literature and sound. www.thebritishblacklist.co.uk, I think. And please come back on Girls on Film soon because we love having you and I'm so pleased we've been able to honour your work today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So our next award is for Feminist Superhero. Not an award for an on-screen superhero, but for real-life women, disruptors of inequality in the entertainment industry. Our nominees include directors, actors, company founders, and journalists, all activists in their work and beyond. And the nominees are Viola Davis, actress, producer, and activist. Ita O'Brien, founder of Intimacy On Set. Sarah Polly, the director of Women Talking. Emma Thompson, actress and activist. Megan Tui and Jodie Cantor, journalists and authors. Uh, last year, this award was won by Mia Bays. Please welcome Mia Bays to present this award. Hello. Hello. Oh, it's so nice to be here again. Yeah, lovely to see you. How's it been being a feminist superhero for a full year? Yeah, so I leaned into tights and a cape. I left the cape. Um, uh, so I would recommend that to whoever wins. Um, and yeah, it was really, it was when I just, um, we obviously used to collaborate much more because I was founded Reclaim the Frame and that's how we got really connected and we did the work together and we stood shoulder to shoulder. And now I kind of went over slightly to the darker side, the multi-gender verse uh, at the British Film Institute. Uh, and so winning this in the early days of my um, reign, shall we say, uh, 
Yeah, was uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, to quote, uh, I can't remember, Kenny Rogers? <laughs> anyway, let's stop that there. So um, before you announce the winner, I'll just say that the winner has a deep commitment to feminism. She expresses it in every role she chooses, in the films she chooses to produce, in her and in her powerful and rousing speeches on equal rights. And the winner of this year's Feminist Superhero Award is Viola Davis. Oh my God, the woman king indeed, wow. So Viola Davis can't be with us today, but can we have another big round of applause for her? Because I know there is so much love in the room for her. And I'm sure Sheila will take back that love and, and tell her how much we appreciate her. Absolutely. Um, we also want to give a commendation this year to a woman who has achieved a massive shift in the working practices in the industry. She works with television, film and stage shows on writing and choreographing intimate scenes to ensure that everyone can feel safe and comfortable. She's changed the way the industry thinks about the scenes that of an intimate nature and she has also changed the way that we think about consent. And she is Ita O'Brien. Please welcome Ita O'Brien. So the final award of the night, the climax of the night, I might say, is for Best Female Orgasm, sponsored by Intimacy On Set. Thank you, Ita. This is such a perfect fit. So this award often raises a giggle, but it does have a serious purpose. When female pleasure is depicted in mainstream films, it's usually seen through the male gaze. And girls on film have been keeping a keen eye on sex scenes in films and looking out for the most thoughtful, responsible and authentic depictions of the female orgasm. We asked our film critics to vote for films in which the climatic scenes depict the complexity of the experience for the woman and in which the scene also serves to develop the plot. And the nominations are Don't Worry Darling. Girl Picture, otherwise known as Girls, Girls, Girls. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Lady Chatterley's Lover. Piggy. And The Wonder. So first of all, um, each and every one of them tells, as you've just said, focusing on storytelling. That's what, for me, is a shift in the industry. Let's, you know, when you interrogate the script, you very quickly get away from anything that's gratuitous. So your really good storytelling, consent and open communication is fundamental. Embodiment, relationship and, in, and a serving director and serving storytelling. And in, in that place, you get these detailed, beautiful, stunning scenes that both um, show the gorgeousness of our relationships, but also in each and every one of them, female empowerment, female storytelling, and the best of the glory of ourselves with our own pleasure. Amazing, thank you so much, Ita. We really love the work you do, and it is so important in this category, isn't it? And, and you know, you said they're all fantastic. We have a winner and a commendation in this category. The commendation goes to an actor who gives a beautifully layered and finely calibrated performance. They are non-binary, but they play a woman in the nominated film. They are Emma Corrin in Lady Chatterley's Lover. So they, they can't be with us today. Um, they're on stage, but we commend their work as an actor and also for their activism. And here's a citation for the winning film. It is so rare to see scenes of female pleasure that are utterly about them. The intimate scenes in the winning films were not played for laughs or titillation, but showed the deep joy that sex can happen at any age. Please announce the winner, Ita. And gloriously, the winner is um, Emma Thompson for Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Why do you assume you'll be disappointed? Because I, I've always been disappointed before. 
I've never had an orgasm. With a partner? With anyone. Or by yourself? No, not even by myself. Right, I see. It's not meant as a challenge. No, I haven't taken it as one. Because you won't be able to achieve it. Fair enough. <laughs> Your confidence is endearing and no doubt necessary to the job, but I feel I must warn you it is misplaced. Um, and I don't want you to feel bad about it because I won't be faking it. I don't do that, not anymore. Um, I made a decision after my husband died never to fake an orgasm again. Thank you, Eta. That was a very popular vote. I must say, Emma can't be with us today, but she's let us know she's delighted to win. And I'm really pleased that we've got an acceptance video from Katie Brand, who wrote the film. Hello, I am really, really delighted to accept this award on behalf of all of us at Team Leo Grand. Um, this really means a lot to us because we've had so much support from you guys um, and it sort of added to the excitement and the sense that we were making something that would really resonate with the kind of people that we wanted it to resonate with the most. Um, and particularly about the orgasm. Um, we talked a lot about Nancy's orgasm in the redrafting of the film. Uh, we were talking about, you know, should she even have an orgasm? Should she have it with Leo as a result of what they're doing together? Um, and we explored a lot of options to find the one that felt right. And in the end, it seemed that she ought to have this orgasm as a moment of just purely private pleasure just for her. And that felt really right. Um, and so I'm really glad that uh, you agree in this particular instance. And here's to more private moments of pleasure. I hope we can all have as many of them as we can gather. Thanks again. Well, that sounds like just the perfect note to end this evening on before <laughs> yeah. we go on to have some joy together uh, at the reception. <laughs> So, um, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> our time has come to an end. Please come and have a drink out there um, for the reception sponsored by Headgear Films. And we I look forward to catching up there. And thank you all so much for joining us for the Girls on Film Awards. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening. It's been such a treat to share this night with all of you for International Women's Day 2023. And if you want to watch the films that we talked about, we've put a list of all of them in the show notes. You can see photographs of the event on social media. Our photographer, Tina Kay, took some fantastic photos on the night of us in our finery, with hair by Natasha at Andrew Joe's salon and makeup by the fabulous Poppy Baker. Before I go, I'd like to also recommend a wonderful new film called Rye Lane, which is out in the UK March 17th. It's a funny, diverse British rom-com that's directed by Rain Allen Miller and stars Vivian Apara and David Johnson. It's definitely worth a trip to the cinema, so check it out. Girls on Film is an HLA production produced by executive producer Hedda Archbold with Lydia Scott and Eleanor Hardy. Our audio producer for this episode is Michelle Tofi, who was also our projectionist at the awards. Thanks to our principal partners, Vanessa Smith and Peter Brewer. Thanks to The Garden Cinema for hosting the awards and to our sponsors, Eon Productions, Headgear Films, IMDb, Intimacy On Set and Netflix, as well as our media partners, British Cinematographer Magazine, Deadline, Scala and Time Out. We'll be back soon. Take care.